This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. A product of the Whisper Forge. Sound and story brought to life. Caravan would not be possible without support from our Lords of Hell. This week, Lord Ponders was sighted wandering the Seventh Circle, widely known for the most scrumptious delicacies highly sought by foodies the canyon over. However, witnesses report that upon trying the latest unicorn sausage from Griselda's gamey grubs, Lord Ponders mused, Hmm, this is definitely not Flavortown. We'd like to thank Lord Bradley from the hit local band of Beholders, Ron Jodrick and the Long Winkers, performing their hit single It's a Disintegration off the album Putting the Gays to Bed. We couldn't possibly forget Lord Dave, our ever-decorative Lord of Hell who sensed a change in the seasons and started laying out some favorite scented candles, including timeless aromas such as Pinterest Oven Disaster, Pawn Shop Grime, and Hospice Miasma. We're so grateful for our Lord's continued patronage and, um, mercy, I guess. Caravan is created for adult audiences only. Our show notes include content warnings and other helpful info. Welcome back to the canyon. Let's jump right in. Previously on Caravan. Samir, look out, the ledge! And I fall into the vast and bottomless canyon below. I'm gonna get us all out of here, just you wait. Caravans kinda help keep the peace around the canyon, but uh, we hunt demons, mostly. Call me baby girl again, and I'll shoot your nuts off. Your pain is mine now, and mine. Yours. I knew I couldn't be the only son of a bitch awake in this here hick town. Top of the noontime to you, kiddos. We squint against the blinding sun. Our man in black nearly eclipses it with the brim of her hat, and in the dark shade cast by it, we start making out the details of her form. I have a feeling this isn't a man in black at all. Mama! Oh, thank God, it's you! Oh, don't you be making any thanks just yet, young lady. You go off on your own, and you leave your mama all by her rickety old self. Get me my belt so I can give you a whoopin'. Um, Dakota, this is your mom? Ah, she may as well be. But she's like an old white lady. Don't let her fool you, kid. That old lady actually puts on. Just to get your guard down before she sizes you up, aims a stake at your heart, and bang! Beat his act. Oh, don't you mind me. Just an old white lady here. Samir? Meet Mama Bang Bang. 
It's okay. You can stand up. Mama! You look good, considering. <laughs> I'm loving this all black getup. Very masculine. Uh, nice to meet you, Mama Bang Bang. Uh, sorry, I didn't mean to... No, know, no, to... it's all right. It's a natural question. How does a polar become a mama bear for a brown and black cub? Well, I never asked for it, all right? Mama rode in our last caravan, too. Kept us fed, kept our wagons in order, made sure in a canyon full of demons we still kept our manners. Speaking of which, where are mine these days? Oh, yes, right, like Dakota said. Mama Bang Bang, delighted to make your acquaintance. Uh, Samir, nice to meet you, Mama. I I keep hearing about this last caravan of y'all's. Any chance you'll be any less cryptic about what went down with it? Oh, playing it all mysterious, aren't they? Oh, not much to say, kiddo. We failed. Viles got us packed in like sun-dried tomatoes, shriveled up in hellfire till he's ready to eat us. Ball. Dakota mentioned him, too. She thought I was one of his echoes? So he's like the big bad in the canyon, right? Oh, Lordy, I did not sign up to provide exposition today. (laughs) He's an outsider, Mama. Go easy on him. All right, newbie. I'm saying this once, and you let me know if you heard any of it before so I can save any precious few breaths left in this life, you hear? Sorry? Uh, it can wait, I guess. I, I just figured I'd ask. No, no, it's fine. Where were we? Uh, Ball? The big bad? Uh, echoes? Picture a bratty cat that got too spalled and started peeing all over the place. If that's a big bad for you, sure. Echoes those are the canyons doing. It's freaky shit. Just ain't right. Speaking of freaky, it's so quiet here. Even Argo's gone silent. When Mama's talking, I'm listening. Now that's what I call maturity. Look at you, finally wised up. Any clue what's going on in town, Mama? Well, that's what I'm here to find out. Without the caravan, Ball's minions have been getting all mighty and polite lately. More and more flooding into the upper circles, and I'm just one woman, gosh darn it. So you're another vigilante, just like Dakota. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it may as well be. Seems like it, right? It's a good look on you, Mama. You see, Samir, back when the caravanners kept the peace around the canyon, we used to liaise with the bill posters. They're the ones who actually post the bounties for which demons are giving people trouble and asking for a beating. The caravans would hunt the bounties, bring them back to the bill posters for a sweet reward. And... Usually, the outposts would tolerate the caravans a little better as thanks. But the caravans aren't around anymore, right? So, Mama's been dealing with all these demons on her own? With the caravans disbanded for the most part, most of the peacekeeping fell back to the billposters, yes. A lot of the billposters traveled with the caravans in our last pushback against Ball, but... Well... He killed him. Good folks, those people. Mama Bang Bang survived, so now she's the bill poster for all four of the upper circles. So you're a bounty hunter on steroids, basically. You post your own bounties and then hunt them for yourself across every circle? Well, until we get some goddamn sensible people keeping order in the outposts again, I suppose it's something like that. Can we discuss this later? I got something I need to show you all. Mama leads us away from the town square through some roughshod alleys in Huzon Circle. Peeking in through the glassless windows, I find most of the huts and lean-tos pretty spare on the inside. Hardly a cozy place to be. 
Still no people in sight. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. So, if Argo and Dakota are X-Men, you're basically Professor X, tracking down all the bad shit that happened. One of those movies they got outside. And comic books first. Oh, how delightful. So what do you think, Mama? Still think the caravanners keeping the peace was a mistake? Compared to keeping the horrors of hell at bay all along, yeah, anything's better. If you happen to like things run by mobs and pirates, let me guess, Samir. My cubs got you convinced caravans are a friendly neighborhood watch, huh? You know, call it a leap of logic, but I'm somehow getting the impression that caravanning is more dangerous than it sounds. So, Argo, fine, yes. I would like the return of caravans over balls, bacchanalian, bedlam, whatever the hell we've got now. <laughs> Count on Mama to see the shit she's seen and still act like she's somehow scandalized. Uh, excuse me, weren't you the one calling us undignified and, and uncool? <laughs> Next to Mama, even Argo's a bad boy. What's the matter, Mama? Too many succubi rub their boobies in your face. Now see, that is what I call sexual harassment. Caravans are brigands, all of you. Bacchanalian, huh? Sounds like my kind of party. Third rule of the canyon? Pretty much everyone's horny. Are you serious? <laughs> With rare exceptions, I'm sad to say yes. That includes Mama. Oh, hush. <laughs> hey, everybody's got to get their fix. I think it's rather progressive. Cuts down on violence, to say the least. Maybe a troublesome demon comes along and you could cut his head off. But why do that if all he needs is just a good, deep pound and let those frustrations living in hell out? Who am I, as a keeper of the peace, to deny that? And to think you were hung up on my slutty soul? And here you are giving out good, deep pounding? You see, Samir? This is the Argo you're gonna get to know. Once you look past all that chivalrous, grandstanding nonsense. I get it. (laughs) Back then, you put up a front because you thought you were getting rid of me a lot sooner, huh? So y'all don't just hunt demons, you... bang them. Even lawful good Argo? Well, when you put it that way, it sounds more hostile than it is. Argo's famous for being one of the more, uh, amorous bounty hunters in the canyon. Me? I believe in a happy balance of shooting just as much as splooshing. Uh, Hold on a minute. When I asked if the vampires were hot, You said we're gonna have to kill him. Well, that's cause vampires suck your blood, in addition to being terrible in the sack. Holy shit, y'all are freaks. Hypocritical ones at that. We contain multitudes. Sue us! This sounds dangerous. 
like, these are deadly monsters, right? Uh, what about STDs? And consent with evil demons has got to be murky at best. Can't say we've run into too many problems that way. Think of propositioning a demon much like challenging them to a duel. We lay out the terms, and if they're agreeable to all, we engage. And every party can change their terms at any time. Yeah, you might just get, like, Cthulhu's chlamydia or whatever. It's a risk, yeah. I came down with infernally transmitted hell crabs a ways back, and it almost made me swear myself into a nunnery. But y'all still hook up with baddies? If it keeps the peace, we do what needs doing. That answer your question? Uh, yeah, that sounds, um, kind of hot, actually. Does this mean if I'm riding along with y'all, I'll have to bang demons, too? Only the ones you want to. There's always more than one way to banish the evils of the world. Yeah, I think I'm going to be a slayer of the more traditional style. Get me some holy water and a whip so I can fuck bitches up. Classic Belmont style. If you want. I take it you're the shy type, then? Uh, more like the, uh, deeply unfit type. This muffin top doesn't exactly bring all the boys to the yard upside. I highly doubt insanely hot demons are going to want to get a bite of this down in hell. (laughs) That's where you're in for an awakening, I think. Please, look at me. I know I'm cute, with the right Snapchat filters and angles. But next to you guys, I'm kind of the... And Peggy, of the group, you know? Like, Argo. I could literally grate cheese on the peaks and valleys of your back muscles. <laughs> You've got such a way with words. You make me blush, pardon. And let's talk about Dakota over here. She could literally crush my head between her thighs, and I would thank her for it. I always thought I had more of a lean and graceful thing going on. I couldn't do that. Uh, then again, I'm not sure. Would you want to try and find out? And don't get me started on Mama Bang Bang. Hustling around all the upper circles, kicking demons to the curb. Peep that butt! She keeps it tight. Uh, sorry, is it okay if I say that? I'm, I'm really sorry if that's not cool. But come on, do you even see a wrinkle on her? Oh, bless, I can't remember the last time someone under 750 years old told me that I was attractive. And then we've got my fat ass here who gets winded from, like, yanking on Betsy's harness for more than 20 minutes. I take it upside, people. I'm much pickier about the, uh, meat suits their partners occupy. Yeah, makes sense. Short lives up there. They probably won't settle for anything less than statues, it sounds like. Breaks my heart. Can you imagine all the beautiful escapades they're missing out on over things so trivial as, as curves? Eh, curves is for hot fatties. Some of us just have chunks and rolls. At least demon hunting will get me in shape. Maybe. Well... Word of advice on the creatures down here in the canyon. They're not like your peers upside. They're all manifestations of certain aspects of the world. Rage, envy, lust, loss. They're powerful avatars representing the whole spectrum of life, naturally drawn to other people with purity of persona. Purity of persona? What he means is they could care less about your meat suit and more about what kinds of power you wield. All of you, the memories of your life, the experiences you carry in your bones, the sum of your self-actualization and confidence, they could smell it on us. All of the things we feel with our short lives, our mortality is like... An aphrodisiac to them. 
So spend less time agonizing over your love handles. Plus, they're so cute. Can I squeeze them? Uh, sure. Whoa, you meant like immediately, okay. Just as I thought. So squishy, I love it. Revel in your body, bucko. The more fun you have in it, the more fun canyon denizens are gonna find it. Which, dangerous as it is, is only gonna help us in our line of work. So, let's say I do meet a smoking hot incubus or something. What if I don't want to catch gonorrhea gorgonitis? Well, it's a dangerous job. <clears throat> There's no real 100% protection, but abstinence. But some of us would rather live shorter, more memorable lives. Figures. I guess condoms would just melt on some hot demon dong or something. It feels good to not always be the one giving the whole ball in the balls talk. <laughs> Look at us, Mama Bang Bang, all grown up, teaching Whittle old Samir how to use his demon slayer. To answer your concerns, there are some preventative measures you can take, but they're not always foolproof. Oh, this I gotta hear about. Just find yourself someone who can whip you up some powerful Mancy. Mancy? Some call it magic. I mean, I'll try to get a hold of some if we've got something like a cyclops on our hands, but honestly, I don't love barrier protection. Just doesn't feel as good, you know? Tell me about it. Upside, we kind of got to use it, though. Some shit you can get for life. And it's not always a death sentence, but for folks who don't have access to the right resources or treatment, it can be. Bummer. Mancy isn't always the answer, either. It can be finicky unless you really know what you're doing. So, when Banshee lets me float around, that's Mansi too, right? What does he mean, Banshee lets him float around? Oh yeah, like this. I start floating up into the air a few feet, but Mama hardly seems impressed. Mama Bang Bang, we should tell you. Uh, Samir here is a veritable evoker. Well, boink me. That explains why you'd be so nice to an outsider and carrying them all around the canyon. Yep, that's me. The Evoker. Basically the Chosen One, right? Have you ever seen The Matrix? Less of a Chosen One and more of a glass cannon. Remember, Samir, you may be able to pick up Mancy just from absorbing people's souls, but you don't have the training to safely use it. One bad cast could shatter you. Do people just get born with magic powers? Can you go to a school and learn it? Everybody's source is different. An Evoker like you can get it naturally from forming bonds with other Mancy creatures. Others spend their lives trying everything, but can't build a function in Mancy circuitry in their bodies. Circuitry. So it becomes its own organ system, almost. It can change your body that way? <laughs> have you taken a look in a mirror lately, friend? I haven't come across one yet. Wait, why? Do I have an unsightly growth or something? I look around the narrow alleyway and trying to find something, anything I can catch my reflection on. I settle for a rusty tin bucket a few steps behind us. I'm tempted to drop to my feet and run over to it, but instead I just try to will myself to float over it. I lean over the cloudy water inside it and try to use it as a mirror. Oh, hey, my, my hair's going gray. Really fast, I might add. Probably Banshee's doing. Oh, uh, shit, yeah, I mean, that I can live with. Uh, basically, I just need to avoid bonding with anyone who'd give me some kind of unsexy adaptation, right? <laughs> Sounds so simple when you put it that way. Don't swallow any ugly ghosts. What's so hard about that? Bonds tend to be unexpected and inevitable in most cases. Sounds like y'all know a lot about them. I thought you said y'all didn't have an evoker in your last caravan. Not an evoker as such. We had a real powerful mancer with us. Just wasn't enough against Ball's armies, though. 
We got overrun. God damn it, we could have had him. No, we weren't even close. You're deluding yourself. We all would have died if we stayed a minute longer. This time we've got an evoker, though. There's nothing we can't get him to do in time. Hey, guys, I'm right here. Uh, right. Right, sorry. Who's spitting his grits? He doesn't like people talking about him like he's not here. It's a trigger of sorts. Well, fair enough. That's hardly a deal breaker. Everybody's got their bag. And I signed up to punch and or screw a couple of demons till I get out of here, so this time it'll be different. With me. Argo, you said you were gonna get us out of here. All of us. And I will, goddammit. But you're gonna have to use Samir to do it. Are we gonna risk him just because he's our ace in the hole? Oh, hell no. I've read the Harry Potter books. Y'all are not gonna pull an Albus Dumbledore on me. Samir, no one's pulling an Aladambazam on anyone. There's a safer way to break the veil, without fighting Ball directly, or, or even his army. But we need a bigger caravan. We can recruit from who's on Circle, right here. As soon as we find out where the hell everybody went. Mama, you gonna show us where they went, or what? Mama, are we there yet? Lord, fine, yes, almost. Here. After a long winding route through the smaller dirt parts of Huzon Circle, we find ourselves at a steep wooden ramp descending deeper into the canyon, down onto a plateau tucked between tall rock faces on either side. The ground here starts to get muddy and our feet sink into it. Looks like the rainstorm from the night before last still hasn't dried up here. We finally arrive at a shady open clearing with some sparse patches of long dead grass. At first glance, it looks like the right size for growing crops, but nobody's planted any. The canyon walls are so tall on all sides around this alcove, I don't think it'd get enough light. Plus, rain seems pretty rare in the canyon. For a moment, I wonder what people even eat here. It takes a minute for my eyes to adjust to the low light, but when they do, what I see is horrifying. Some of the patches I thought were grass earlier are actually... bodies? They're people just lying on the ground. A few dozen of them. Okay, I'm officially freaked the fuck out. I'd like to leave, please. Uh, they, these bodies don't seem dead. At least they don't have wounds. But they're all sprawled on the ground, arranged in a loose circle. Unconscious. Well, shit. Augie, is this what I think it is? Someone want to fill in the newbie? This is some dark-as-hell-mancy. Gee, I couldn't tell. Hey, no need to get fresh with Mama, mister. Uh, fine, sorry, You I... know, not every kind of mancy is all gloom and doom. Right, but we should probably worry about these bodies on the ground. There's smaller mancy that... out there than the flashy stuff like fireballs and shit. Don't you think these people were... My sister Mabel, she had this knack for making popcorn and never burning a single kernel when she did it. And you know what I called that? An irrelevant anecdote? Popcorn Nancy! Isn't that a hoot? Jeez, she can really go off, huh? <laughs> Never interrupt Mama. She'll make you regret it. That's right. Now where was I? There are all these bodies lying around? Oh yes, I called this dark as hell, Nancy. Dakota moves closer to some of the bodies and examines them. These are who's on residents, all right. What the heck puts them all to sleep in the middle of the day? Sustained Mancy without a caster in sight. Creepy stuff, wouldn't you say? Just look at their faces. They don't even look like they're dreaming. Dreamless sleep. Common, but 
Everybody all at once? In the daytime? Not that common. And they all came here to this one spot on the outskirts of town willingly, apparently? Whoever put this Mancy on everyone doesn't want to be seen. At least not now. And they picked a low-light alcove with minimal sunlight. Are you guys thinking what I'm thinking? What's on your mind? Everybody get your garlic out. We finally got ourselves a vampire. Caravan was created by me, Tozaman, and produced by Misha Stanton and me. This episode was written and directed by yours truly with performances by Sashanta Dlaka as Samir, Giancarlo Herrera as Argo, Danielle Shamaya as Dakota, and Mama Bang Bang as herself. Sound editing by Daniel Manning. Sound design by Misha Stanton and Anna Rodriguez. Our theme music is by Evan Cunningham. Additional music by Misha Stanton and Travis Reeves. Visual art by Marina Vermilion. Press kit by Kyle Boyce. If you like what you hear, we hope you'll help us fund a second season of Caravan. We're nearly halfway to our goal in order to be able to make season two, and you can track our progress or chip in on patreon.com slash caravanradio. Our home on the web is whisperforge.org slash caravan, where you can find transcripts for each episode, links to subscribe to the show wherever you like to listen, and ways to review us on your favorite listening app. If you send us something really funny, memorable, or just downright thirsty, you might even give it a read in the credits. This week, our favorite message was from Madeline Grace, who sent to us in a tweet, Tomorrow is not promised. Be a hoe today. (laughs) Episode 7 goes live in two weeks on May 3rd. Thanks for riding with us. Y'all come back soon now. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish.